Welcome to Mike's on Mike, a conversation about politics, government, and Jacksonville. Join 50-year opinion leaders Mike Hightower, Mike Tolbert, and award-winning broadcaster and longtime political observer Mike Miller. Welcome once again to Mike's on Mike. Great to have you all with us once again. And of course, with Mike Tolbert, Mike Hightower, Mike Miller, myself, and our special guest once again this week is is former Sheriff Nat Glover, who is also former president of Edwards College, a former mayoral candidate, a member of the Law Enforcement Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, basically, uh, we're very honored to have him here. Once again, our our uh, episode this week is brought to us all by the Jacksonville Historical Society and again to Alan Bliss and to his staff and to the donors who helped make this program possible. We are eternally grateful for your support yes. and we're delighted to have you with us as part of the Mike on Mike family. Sheriff, once again, thank you for staying with us here and Mike Hightower, why don't you start yeah, it off? Yeah, let me just thank Mike for that great introduction, but want to correct him on one thing. It is now Edward Waters University. That's correct. That's Please right. Excuse me. Please yes. excuse me. I apologize. And I also believe you were the first black sheriff in this since Reconstruction. Yes, Reconstruction era. Um, I was the first African American sheriff elected in the state of Florida since 1888, and uh, that's more than a hundred years. And of course, the Reconstruction era ended in. Um, around 1900. So it's, so it was the first African-American sheriff elected since uh, the Reconstruction era. Yeah. Wow, such a thing. Um, I, I've got, I, I have a question for you, but it's in two parts. So uh, uh, first, uh, we want to talk about, uh, you were on the forefront of Mayor John Payton's Jacksonville journey, which everyone says was successful, and it made Jacksonville safer. Uh, and you were a part of all that, and of course, it was the the death of that young woman that affected you and John Payton so so deeply. But before that, to put this as Mike as Mike uh, Miller now has said twice that you were a candidate for mayor, and it was against John Payton. Uh, it was a, a very uh, tough campaign, which you can talk about, but John Payton won. And of course, that was a disappointment to you and your and your family and your donors. But he called you shortly thereafter. Can you just real quickly kind of talk about the call that he made, how that affected you, and then how that transition of why you then went to the Jacksonville journey? Well, actually, um, I have to say, um, one of the uh, of the three <coughs> great. Mike's were the campaign manager for that victory, and uh, I wanted to acknowledge that. Uh, and but I also want to acknowledge John Payton because um, we did um, run a campaign that was uh, quite competitive. In in uh, after uh, losing, I'd of course, um, said in my concession speech that um, I believe, and I still believe that today, that the people usually get it right. And that I wanted to congratulate the new mayor, and and uh, I want to make certain he understands that I want to be there to 
to uh, assist in any way possible. And I didn't realize, nor did I know or even expect a call the next day. And he called and actually um, invited me to be a co-chair on his transition team. And I was quite explicit. I mean, I couldn't believe he was asking me that. I knew I had to say what I had to say in my consensus speech, but he wasn't supposed to take that literally. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, that's what all candidates usually say. You know? But, but, uh, but it was uh, he. He did and was so sincere about it. And and I tell you. When I talk about courage, I talk about uh, John Payton and what he was able to do because when he did that, um, he had some of his supporters who was so much against that, they picketed his office. Um, and they felt like, hey, we won this thing and we won it fairly and squarely. And to bring him on was kind of a, I guess a slap in some of them face, but he stayed true. And I, along with uh, Walt Bussell, co-chaired his campaign uh, transition. And, and what many people don't know, Walt had agreed to chair my transition. And he went to him and, and cut the deal with Walt that if he won, you know, he would like him to uh, be uh, on his transition team, and Walt agreed to that. So two great people coming together, but um, and it was one of my um, greatest experiences. Before you talk about the Jacksonville journey, I just want you all to know, and I, I say this with a great deal of respect, during those times and that difficult conversations that some of those people on John Payton's stand Mike Tolbert was one of those people that said to John Payton, "You got it's time to bring this city together. This is what you've got to do. You've got to bring the city together. And I give kudos to Mike, because Mike Tolbert, he made it real clear to John Payton and some of those people, I'll use, I'll clean it up. He basically told him to pound sand. I can tell you that. Well, I can tell I you. I clean that up for Mike Tolbert. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've always had great admiration for Mike as well because if you all remember during that heated campaign, um, someone sprayed uh, some spray paint on my campaign headquarters that said, no in mayor. And um, it was awful. And uh, as a side note, I can remember that Saturday morning I was standing up, looking up at it, and there was somebody standing next to me, and I can't remember who it was. And all of us in shock, and I said to the person next to me, who do you think they're talking about? (laughs) 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 He was quite Telling me who they were talking. You know, just but, as a side note on are that. Are you sure we've got 
Go ahead, Are Delbert. you sure we've got Sheriff Glover or Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> no slap in the face. No, 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 no slap in the face. But, you know, on that, on that point, just to show, again, how, well, though it was competitive and everything like that, and you write about it in the book, uh, is how appalled our campaign was about that. And as you remember, putting in your book, the John Payton, the campaign, put in $25,000 reward to help find out who did it. Oh, it and was, that was, let me tell you, that was real money, too. Uh, well, I know. And, and But it just demonstrated who he was. Yes. And, yes. and, and I, um, I'll always have uh, the greatest respect for him. And uh, it really turned out to be um, awesome. And, uh, and I often talk about uh, the tactic that uh, the uh, wisdom of his campaign people who said I think that was some of Nat's supporters who did that that was Talbert putting yeah, I'm not calling any names <laughs> but anyway it turned, out, it turned out to be a great thing and it was the example of what Jacksonville is all about and it now transcends you to the Jacksonville journey which is what you and John Payton did yeah we 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 had um, some challenges here in Jacksonville because uh, crime had spiked big time, and and we had to uh, address it. And of course, it was kind of a delicate thing for to mayor the mayor to wade in when you're talking about crime because you, of course, that's that's the sheriff domain. And um, so we had to come up with something that would um, address the, the crime, but also make certain we maintain the harmony with the sheriff's office and all. And we came up with the um, Jacksonville Journey. And the Jacksonville Journey uh, was an initiative that addressed uh, crime in the area, and we addressed uh, crime prevention, crime intervention, addressed uh, the needs of the sheriff's office in addition to uh, um, college education for uh, and that kind of thing. So uh, because one of the things you see in law enforcement, you don't see a whole lot of people who have college degrees and all of that being arrested. So we even um, addressed it, addressed that in it, and it turned out to be uh, huge because it did have the positive results that uh, we had. But not only that, when I sat at the table and I looked around at the people that was involved in pulling that journey together, we had the most influential people in this city, barring none. And, and uh, it turned out to be a, a great success. And to this day, I do not know how the politics got involved to the point that we are not still um, working on that particular program because I, I do believe if we had to sustain it, we would have been in pretty darn good shape as it comes to crime in this city. What about today? Will it work today? I think it would work today. Um, but one of the things that um, you have to make certain of 
is when you're talking about, and I teach this in my leadership presentations, when you're talking about addressing an issue, you have levels of addressing. Sometimes you do it for just to be able to say you did it. Sometimes you do it to check a box because it's when you send in requests for certain things, that box has to be checked. But then when you do it and actually put effort in it, create a culture to everyone that's working with it that they are serious about it, then the results is totally different. And, and that's what the Jacksonville journey was about. Mike Tolbert? You got a couple of questions I know that you want to Yes, ask. sir. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I do, uh, Sheriff. I got to believe that your phone and email probably blows up every day with requests that you speak out on something, you you st- take a stand for something, you do something for the community. Uh, and, I, and I know recently that happened in the last mayor's race. And, and for the first time in my memory, uh, you came out and made a political statement about in, in that mayor's race. Um, and I'm wondering what caused you to speak up? Well, um, that's a good question, and you posed it perfectly because there had to be some compelling reason for me uh, to do that. Um, <clears throat> when I was elected sheriff, if you remember, I was elected in the first primary. Mm-hmm. And I was elected um, with a broad base of supporters. And I am talking white, black. I'm talking Republicans, Democrats, Southsiders, Northsiders, and Ortega. And Ortega. Mm-hmm. And um, after I got elected, I made the commitment at that time that we are a city together. And this city comes together for and try to do the right thing. And I and I made a another pledge to myself. I am not going to let the citizens of Jacksonville down because I'm just too appreciative of what they did. And you're talking about me having worked with John Payton. You talk about me having worked with John Delaney. And you're talking about the, 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 the great uh, redeeming value of having done that. And, and it was because we were working together. So I would never get involved in races. As a matter of fact, I, I wouldn't. I had to tell some of my friends, good friends, that I do not endorse candidates. And and that was, in a lot of instances, to people disdain. Um, they were upset about that. But I kept that rule. But when we start talking in the campaign and the rhetoric got divisive, and people were so upset about it, again, 
a number of people came to me and said I needed to do something about it. And, of course, I was joking about how many people you had to pass by to come to me, to get to me, <laughs> to, to put this on me. They said, you are the only one in this city that people will listen to. And, and, and I just didn't want to do that because I was very, very good friend of Daniel Davis and... Donna Deacon was my neighbor at at the beach, and so it was. I just I just can't do it, and they would not let it go. And to be honest with you, I won't take the liberty of calling anybody's name, but I had one of the most prominent ministers in the city call me one night. And he was at the point of tears. And he talked to me about, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes, saying that you have to do it. You can't walk away from this. And so I went back and told the group that I will do it. And to this day, after running that video, I feel good about it. And I feel like I would have been a person who would have been walking around with a weight around their neck if I hadn't done it. But I also had the challenge of I knew I was going to make some of my very good friends upset. But every one of my friends that was on but let me be honest with you, the Republican side, every one of them came up to me and said it was the right thing to do. I've never seen anything like that, having anybody having the courage to do that, and they were glad I did it. And that was a weight lifted off my shoulder because I thought I was going against some people who had helped me along the way. And when I was president of Everett Waters College, I had a whole lot of people come to my aid, and I thought they were going to be upset. None of them were. I've got to ask you a really personal question about that. Did you give a heads up to anybody before you recorded that spot? Did you call anybody from either side of the political aisle and said, this is what I'm going to do, and this is why I'm doing it? Um. Yes, I did. I called the sheriff, and I called my friend Daniel Davis, and I told him. May told I ask both of what them. the responses were? Well, the, the responses were not hurry up and get it done. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the responses were... Were pretty much was pretty much what I had expected because it was going to come out knowing what the spot was. It was going to come out like I was endorsing a candidate, and, you did and I tried to tell them that I was not endorsing any candidate. And the focus of the 
video will be addressing the divisiveness. And, and so um, it was, it turned out to, to be something that caused me some concern, but um, I'm okay with it. And I think my subsequent conversation with both of them have been very, very good. Guys, we're going to have to wrap things well, I up. I got one. I got one. Just to, to, okay, to each of you have one real question. Quick, real ahead. quick. Real quick. On that note, the, the second to the last sentence in your book is you make the statement, we're better than this. This book was written before that situation. Yes. Is that really, that's really what you were saying? Yes. About, yes. And in, in looking back, when you read the book, we're better than this. Yeah. We are. never forget that. And, 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 and we are better than this. And, and I'm going to tell you this, and I believe this to my core, that when we get past this toxic environment that we are in, we're going to be even better. Well, as Grandma used to say, from your lips to God's ears. Well, we're going to get there because we've got people like you going to. Tobert, you got a final question we can yep. ask the sheriff? Come on. No, no I, I okay. don't. I'm like everybody else. I'm in, I'm in awe of this man. Uh, and, I, and I know some personal times when he has acted courageously, and, it's, and it always comes from his heart. And my request, sheriff, would be that you just keep doing whatever your yeah. heart tells you to do because it's always been right. Thank you. Thank you. Just for, Thank and you here's for being the book. with us. Here's our book. Yep. Striving and, for Justice, a black sheriff in the Deep South. And Nathaniel the, Glover. You can buy the book at a lot of bookstores. Uh, I went to the one in San Marco because I heard they had signed books there, so I bought mine from there. Uh, you can get it there as well. And if you also have a book that has not been signed, uh, you can meet the sheriff and have it signed yourself. Uh, he's going to be appearing at the Jacksonville Historical Society, our sponsor of this program, on September the 6th between uh, 5.30 in the afternoon at the Old St. Andrew's Church. So come Thank on you. by, bring your book, have it signed. Uh, I'm sure they'll have books there for sale as well if you don't have one yourself. Uh, but uh, we wish you the very best of luck. I can't wait for the movie. I think it's going to be terrific. <laughs> And Chris Rock is not going to be the no, one no. who's going to be spared. It's got to be. It's got to be Denzel Washington. Absolutely, Denzel Washington. I'd love him. Thank you, Sheriff. So very Thank you, my much. Friend. Thank you. And Great I enjoyed, to see you. Enjoyed it so much. Yeah. That you. does it for uh, this episode of Mike's on Mike. Thank you once again for joining us today. You can catch us always on Facebook, on YouTube, on Spotify, just wherever else you find your uh, your podcast. And we thank you very much for joining us and once again. Thank you to the Jacksonville Historical yes. Society thank you. for bringing it to us. Thank you all. Have a good week, and we'll see You'll you next take care. week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Mike's on Mike with Mike Hightower, Mike Tolbert, and Mike Miller can be found at your favorite podcasting platform, Facebook, and YouTube. Learn more at mikesonmike.com. Join us next time for more conversations with Mike's on Mike.